Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are now live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Let's go straight out to the HRP guest line, being joined by Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. will be joining us each week. Uh, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, Lee. It's finally here. It's college football season. Finally. I mean, I'm, I'm living in Miami, and the messy story was nice, but um, I just can't watch a full game of soccer. Can you guys? <laughs> I'm with you, 150 percent. Glenn Davis is rolling over in his grave. We, we we host a show here, Lee Sterling. No, we don't host it, but uh, we have a we have a friend, Glenn Davis, who hosts a show at our station that's called Soccer Matters. Uh, he might not be the biggest fan of yours now, Lee Sterling. <laughs> Soccer I, I matters played, when there's I no football. Soccer. I played high. Started started 41 games in three years. Scored a total of three goals. <laughs> so pretty good ratio. I, I can appreciate greatness. I, <laughs> I enjoy soccer. I just can't watch, you know, a full game. And, you know, when you end a game and it's tied and you shoot penalty kicks, you know, I think there's a better way to settle it. I got uh, you. Called overtime. Make, uh, uh, hey, it sounds like you're more of an American football guy, which uh, I think <laughs> right. is something that our demographic would also agree with. One thing that's kind of similar, it's kind of similar. Uh, we want to see more action, right, in soccer. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned your goals in terms of games played. Yep. Um, we're kind of seeing that in college football now a little bit, too. As, as a guy who's been on the sidelines for a bunch of college football games over the years, some of these games have dragged on over the years. Four-hour yep. games have been uh, have been. Right. Common in college football these last few years, they they added the, the the new rule this year into college football where the clock's not going to stop after a first down, except for the last two minutes of each half, which is great in terms mm-hmm. of the viewership. You know, games aren't going to be nearly as long. What does that do from a, a better's perspective? So it, it's uh, cut eight plays from the game, and we're seeing so far about two point seven, two point eight uh, points per game less now. What's interesting, they wanted to shorten the game. They only shortened it one minute. That's it. What they did was they added more commercials. So I'm not a big fan of it, but uh, you got to know the rules. you got to know there's going to be less scoring. There's going to be less, uh, you know, you got to factor all that in when you're uh, looking at a favorite, uh, looking at maybe an underdog that can run the football and, and run out some clock. So, uh uh, some factors, some more that you got to throw into the mix. Have you seen Vegas adjust to this, or do you think there's an edge here? Oh yeah, they they they, they made every total like two points less. Gotcha. But I think it's going to be about uh, it's going to be about two point seven, two point eight. Leah, I'm really curious too. At the start of the season, we always know in the NFL there's always a chance for upsets. Even the worst teams at the end of the year look like right. they. It, is it the same thing with college football, and not maybe not head up, but maybe more with the spreads, where you think, hey, if this game was played in December, it'd be a totally different ball game, but you can cash in because? I think it factors in some. You can see that. Here's the problem. You know, with a few less plays per game, mm-hmm. that, that will help out a little bit. But, for instance, like the Mac, if I had this kid who was really good. We're talking about a kid that, you know, uh, Division One starter that's going to help a team and and i'm talking about a kid from uh, kent state getting carson strong he was a big time running back i'm sorry yeah ball state and he goes to ucla so these mac schools conference usa and you know different conferences sunbelt 
you, you get a superstar, a lot of times they're going to go to a bigger school to play, bigger market, or take some NIL money. So that's the problem. Uh, the strong seem to be, you know, getting stronger in the week get weaker, um, only because, like I said, uh, because of the NIL and, uh, you know, they want to be on TV and, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just the, the, the week just are going to stay weak and maybe even a little bit weaker this year. Lee Sterling joining us on yep. the HRP guest line. Uh, Lee Sterling at Paramount Sports. Uh, a game, let's get to the games. Yep. Uh, a game that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, U of H is a home dog at TECU Stadium as they're going to wear their H Town Love You Blue Cougar yep. uh, jerseys yep. that they unveiled today. UTSA, a point favorite on the Cougs. What, what are you seeing in this game, Lee? Great game last year. That was one of the fun games to watch. But from what I'm hearing, that UTSA really, I mean, was was devastated. And this is what they've been working towards all off season. They want to get some revenge here. So UTSA returned eight starters on offense and defense. Love their quarterback, uh, Frank Harris. I think he's been around six, seven years yep. so far. His leadership, I mean, here's a guy through 39, 32 touchdowns, just nine interceptions here. Also gained over 600 yards, had nine touchdown runs. Uh, Houston brings in a kid a lot of people like, but, um, you know, when, when I was watching him play, the thing that, that seems to be the overriding factor, and he makes some really big plays. I mean, he can... He can really, you know, scramble and buy some time and hit on some throws. But Donovan Smith throws a lot of interceptions. 19 touchdowns, but 10 interceptions. Doesn't even have a 2-to-1 ratio. Tony Mathis, a nice uh, addition here. But I just think that, that UTSA is probably the right side here. Hate to say it, but I like him here in this game here, 35-30. Brandon's going to need a moment. That didn't sit well. Yeah, we're not going to have Lee on again. Yeah. Uh, no, Lee, let's talk about uh, Coach Prime. I'm curious. TCU's given 20 to Colorado. We know that Prime turned, a, turned over the entire roster. He was bringing in his kid. He was bringing in all of his kids and guys that he really likes. He, he, we know he can recruit, but mm-hmm. do we see that translate quickly and immediately with Colorado, or is it going to be a work in progress? Oh, I think it's going to be a big-time work in progress. I think teams... Want to, want to, they want to make a statement to Dion and Coach Prime. They want to tell him, listen, you can't just show up here uh, one uh, in your second year of coaching expect to, to to do this and be successful. So I think they're going to try to lay a number on him here. Uh, he brings along his son. Uh, and the problem is the three top receivers right now are two transfers. That's right, two transfers from South Florida and another kid uh, – from Jackson State. So they got a couple guys that can play. I mean, I, I think that they're going to be a fun team to watch. I just think they have too many holes here. And Channel Morris, a quarterback for TCU, how good was he? If he doesn't go out with an injury, he's the quarterback last year for TCU. Um, so I, I just think that they're, they still have enough here. They do return only three starters on offense, but they reload. They've been recruiting here, going to more of a 3-3-5 scheme on defense. I think TCU is going to want to make a statement. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it here. TCU 45, Colorado 17. Lee, a couple big numbers in the Lone Star State. We air A&M games here on ESPN 97.5, and the Aggies giving up 38 to New Mexico. Uh, what are some things you're watching with A&M in their first game of the season under Jimbo? So, I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong last year, but uh, – 
This New Mexico team is in real trouble here. They do bring over Dylan Hopkins. It's a kind of a game manager, in my opinion. No great shake. But then we return, get this, two starters on defense, and how bad was it? Rocky Long, who was an alumnus and former head coach, left as a defensive coordinator. They just don't want to put the money into this program here. I think Texas A&M wants to make a statement here. I like Texas A&M big here, 48-7. Speaking of statements, Sark and Texas, are they truly back? They want to make a statement. They want everybody to believe Texas is back. We know that. Uh, Manny's coming in eventually, but right now Ewers is the guy they're talking about. They're playing a Rice team that look could surprise some people. They they've got some guys that are t- that people are are looking at. But Texas given thirty five with Rice seems to be to me something where the Horns should have no problem. Yeah, and I and I'm hearing they want to develop the down the field passing game. So look for them and Quinn Ewers. Uh, try to hit on some big plays here. They need to open up the field. Want to give Alabama something. Uh, to think about if they're going to go underneath. I mean, Quinn Ewers really good on crossing routes, out routes. So uh, look for them to maybe bait Alabama to think they're going to throw more down the field, and that's what I think they're going to show in the first game. But uh, for Rice, J.T. Daniels, a six-year starter. Uh, he's been a four programs. He's playing Texas, started against Texas. This is the third time. This is crazy with three different schools here. Uh, J.T. should stand for just transferred here. Uh, <laughs> Started at USC, then went to Georgia, couldn't cut it there. Transferred to West Virginia, had a losing season there, and now he's on to Rice. Just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, good coach, you know, they coach up the kids, but they just don't have the talent. Texas, 60, Rice, 14. Maybe the game yep. of the week, Lee, is a Sunday standalone. And I love that it's a Sunday standalone before we get NFL action, of course, that's coming next week. LSU giving two points to Florida State, an outstanding quarterback matchup, too. Jaden Daniels for the Tigers, Jordan Travis for Florida State. And these two teams last year played a game that, of course, came down to the very end. Yeah, both quarterbacks really sling the ball here. So what it might come down to is – you know, which quarterback can, can make that play that makes a difference? And I think Jaden Daniels, a little bit better passer and better runner. Take nothing away from Jordan Travis. He's good also. I think both teams are good. I think they're both a little overrated. I think, I thought, I don't know if they were top 10 teams. They should have been maybe from 11 to 15. Both teams hit the transfer portal hard. Got to watch some of these new guys and see how they fit in here. You know, LSU's playing with revenge for last year's 24-23 loss, and they just had everything go their way last year. So they came into the year at 5-7. and seven. I don't think anyone took them seriously. And they got to face five backup quarterbacks last year. You talk about luck here. And then they also faced LSU. That was Brian Kelly's first game. I thought he made a couple tactical mistakes, in-game decisions that uh, probably cost his team the game here. So last year, FSU was the hunter. Now they're being hunted here. I like the over 56 best, but I also like LSU 34-30. Lee, we appreciate it, and we're going to look forward to doing this all season long. We know you're the man with a plan that can get it done for people and they can cash in. So give everybody the information, how to reach you, how to get involved, and maybe give them a little tease on a free play that might be available. So we're in our 30th year. been doing this 30 years. Actually, my first show was 30 years ago in Houston. So uh, if you want to check out the new website, it's ParamountSports.com. Got a lot of great content there. And just for 
you know, checking it out on the homepage where it says free pick sign up. Just put in your information. We will email you a selection 8 o'clock your time on Friday nights, every Friday night. Went 65% on those last year, so that wasn't too shabby. And uh, if you want to get the selections I'm personally playing, we have one 28 out of 29 years documented. In fact, you go to the website on ParamountSports.com where it says recent results. You see every single play that I've given my clients the last five years. And uh, we've already started off the season 2-0 and in week zero. We'll probably have five or six games starting tonight for the weekend. Once we get to the NFL season, we'll probably have total about 11 to 14 games. So if anyone wants to get involved, we have a September to Remember special five weeks from today through Monday, October 2nd. Use coupon code SAVE100, just $397. For five full weeks of action or for the season, works out to less than $200 a month. Use coupon code SAVE300 on our early bird special. Works the price all the way down to $1,197, just one place. ParamountSports.com. And if you want to get our free play, uh, Oklahoma and Arkansas State. Oklahoma's a 35-point favorite. Do they roll on or do they have trouble like they did the first two weeks last year and not cover? Can Arkansas State play them tight? Just call 800-400-9741. Sounds good, Lee. Thanks, Thanks Lee. so much for spending a few minutes with us and looking forward to talking each week and next week some NFL action to, to talk about. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. and Make sure you take advantage of what uh, Lee was telling you to. Sounds like he's giving away winners. 713-780-ESPN. Lee talked to us at 4, so Texans at 4, 15. Uh, Joe's going to have something uh, really, really captivating for us all. As countdown to kickoff, Texans-Ravens only seven shows away. It's the Killer Beast on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. First, a moment on HRP, Human Resources and Payroll. It's Cougar owned by Mike Holly. Used to protect a Heisman Trophy winner. Now he wants to protect you and your business. Business owners, let let Mike and HRMP help you, whether it's Mike, whether it's Chris Fisher, all the great people over there at HRMP are ready to help you. And they can help in HR compliance. They can help in benefits administration, payroll, onboarding. It doesn't matter. HRMP can help in any or all of those areas. There's no boxes with HRMP. It's a small job. It's a big job. with a lot of different things. doesn't matter. HRMP will completely customize a plan for whatever works for you. Whatever your business needs, HRMP will care cater to you. You have a problem, you have an issue, a little bit off your plate, a lot off your plate, HRMP will find a way to help. You're not ordering some cookie quarter, cookie cutter off the menu item. HRMP is going to figure out how to work with you. And they do it in a way that's unique. Technology meets service. They have the best tech. You'll love that, but you'll love their service. Guaranteed fulfillment. You won't be talking to a stranger on a call board. You'll be talking to someone who knows you. They're familiar with you. They're familiar with your business. They know your business needs. I tell you this all the time. I'm not a phone guy. I send every single phone call that I get straight to voicemail. I'm more of an email text guy. Anytime that I have a question for HRMP, I go the email route. I send them a quick email. They send me a a quick response, very easy to understand, and I'm thankful that we use HRMP here at Gal Media. Give them a call right now, 281-880-6525. Let HRMP customize a plan for you, 281-880-6525, or check them out at HRMP. Joel Blank and that Jeremy Branham guy. This is not the song for football at 4. 15. What are you doing here, What are you Joe? doing, Joe? Easy listening. You teach an intern class again? I told you. I told you. I was worried about the quality. It's the Come on, man. We're ready to play. Roll me smooth. My brain is mush. 
Is that what he said? Roll me smooth? The concussions. So whose voice is this? Chance McClain, isn't it? Uh, that's might be Frank. Is that Frank? To the greatest city of all. That doesn't sound like Chance. Yeah, I think it's Frank. I think those are two different voices. Maybe it's both. I know it's Frank on the instruments. Chance is involved in it, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think they wrote it, right? Yeah, Frank did all the instruments. I don't know who did the voices. Not the actual. I guess they didn't have to write it. Yeah. I think the melody uh, was already there. Writing it was pretty easy, I guess. Um, Why haven't we played the the Big Bad Shop song yet here, Joe George? I need to get permission first. We don't need to ask for permission. Yeah, we do. From who? Get canceled for that. Can we? We're rebels of radio. Seriously. I'm not going to be the one responsible for We'll only blame you if it goes wrong. I don't want to be the one getting a cease and desist. They send them out, so. Who? Who's going to send this out? 610 did it. To Josh Ennis. We don't don't refer to them as that. We refer to them as the highway to hell. When did they do that? When he was at the other AM station. But what was he doing? Something that he carried over. Like, he carried something from their station. I think the statute of limitations are up here. I'll get permission. We'll air it tomorrow. All right. If we get permission. I want to hear Cool Cat Cow. See Guys, you if you quit banging on my predictions in baseball, I'd let you use it myself. <laughs> Thanks, General. All right, football at 4.15. Um, what, what are we talking about here today, Joe? Okay, what so we got? Uh, ESPN.com put out a top 100 players in the NFL. Fun. Um, how many players do you think from the Texans are on it? One. Yep. <laughs> it's who? Tunsil. How high do you think he is? 47. Close. Joel? Uh, 52. Right I, in the middle. I saw. I mean, I read this article. Oh, okay. I saw, yeah, I saw so this. So my question is, we know what this season is going to be for the Texans, but when this list comes out next year, how many players do you think will be on this list for the Houston Texans? Top 100. Who's 100 on this list? Um, I want to know my baseline here. It's important. Trevon Diggs. Okay, so Trevon Diggs is my... Scratch because he gives up a hundred million yards, but has a lot of interceptions. He gets picks. He Who's ninety nine? Who's ninety nine? Uh, DJ Moore. Okay, so an overrated receiver. Come on, <laughs> come uh, on. Well, Texans don't have anybody that's going to compete with him. Um, uh, eight, the, my only issue with this list is eighty nine. It's Calvin Ridley. The dude hasn't played in two years. Yeah, what but he was doing? a stud. Two He's going to be fine. Great. They're projecting Calvin Ridley's going to be fine. Um, I'll stick with Laramie. Laramie still be on this list. The rest of the offensive lines in shambles. I actually think it's a good thing to play Titus Howard at left guard, which sounds scary to say. How I don't many, think. How any, many are we trying to get? No, how many in the top? It doesn't matter. How, yeah, many, how many, many do you think will be there? Uh, Laramie, I have. I don't have any of the receivers. I wonder what running backs are on this list. What's the lowest running back on the list? Uh, number ninety-two is Derrick Henry. Okay, so no he's Damian gone. Pierce. Damian Pierce, yeah, yeah but Damian Pierce is not going to play at a Derrick Henry level. I yeah. don't think. But so, I don't think he's he's ninety two because he's not going to play I at mean, Derrick Henry it, level either. He's yeah, still going to be pretty good. Guys, I don't think eighty eight's Austin Eckler. Yeah, Damian Pierce isn't cracking in the top one hundred. So Pierce isn't going to ca- crack the top one hundred. So uh, Stroud's too young. And I don't think he's have a, like even if he has a decent rookie year, not enough to be in the top 100. I got one so one. I'll go one offensive player, one offensive player with Laramie Tunsil. So what's sure. the lowest defensive end? Man, you're asking a lot of questions. Yes. Well, I'm just trying to find out the bar here. I mean, um, you asked me a question. I'm trying to give you the best answer. It looks like Kayvon Thibodeau at eight. No, sorry, no, Judon. Nope. Von Thib- Miller. Is, Von Miller at 97. Is Thibodeau on the list? He's at 86. Okay. I'll go I'll go Will Anderson top 100. I'll I, go, I'll go I him with two. I'm curious the safeties. I'm hesitant to ask you questions now because you're getting annoyed with me I, asking I, I questions. I just am not prepared for all these questions. Who's the lowest well, safety? I'll look. 
I think that Jalen Petrie could be on here. I think, I think Stingley could be here. For I'll, sure. Can I give you a range? Can I go two to four? Can I be soft like you with playing that song and go three? I'll go three. Three Texans top 100. Maybe I'm Homer Hattie here. Well, I'm at 75, and I still haven't seen a safety yet. That so might be that, tough for Petrie. That doesn't seem good. for. Oh, uh, here we go. 69. Nice. Justin Simmons. Okay. I'll go three. I'll go three Houston. That, that might. I, I feel Homer-y saying that. I feel like I'm... Um, I feel I feel like I'm wearing my Homer hat saying three in the top 100. Can I cheat and say four because number 59 on here is going to be a Houston Texan? They have, they have, T, have, T Higgins. Oh, you're talking about oh, you're all over that. Yeah. T Higgins is going to be a Texan. They have the <sighs> second most cap space in the NFL next think, offseason. There's no che- way they're going to pay him. I don't think that's cheating. So then I'll say four because I'm going to take. Cheating. I think it'll be Will Anderson, Tunsil, one of Petrie or Stingley, and then T. Higgins. Casario doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to be an aggressive spender in free agency. Well, what are you going to do with $100 million then? Spread it out over 25 different players. That right. is, strike like, me as a guy that's going to, that's going to make them like, real no guy's good. guy's going to get hurt but it, not prepare for it. Yes, he does. Like, what, well, here's the thing. Like, uh, Dre said, am I preparing to work for a highway to hell? Uh, it depends on what they pay. Um, here's, the, here's the thing, Joe. Like, does Nick Casario strike you more as a guy who's going to spend big on T. Higgins or he's going to spread out $100 million over 10 different players? Well, option two, but option two is stupid. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking the question. No, I think I think he will be aggressive with at least one or two guys. Okay. I I, I think T. Higgins or If he's Chase on the hot Young. seat, I think he may be. Yeah. I think it, that might ratchet that up. I think there's a good chance like T. Higgins or Chase Young, one of the <laughs> but, two. But, but we know how general managers get when they get uneasy about their, their employment. He might be the assistant general manager in New England. He might say, good. look, I'm going to throw a bunch of cash at a bunch of guys if I'm still here or if I have a chance to be here because I, don't, I might not be around to see if they don't work out, and he might start throwing cash. Okay. So hey. what did you say? Did you give a number yet? I haven't, I haven't given a number yet. My... my, my I was gonna Track say this too, Joe. By the I, way, I was gonna say two, but in th- you know what? I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say two. You know what? Well, because I was on two. the fence in three, but then you already said three, and it was the same guys I was looking at. But me, first and foremost, most no matter what Anderson does, I feel Petrie's there. I feel Petrie's a guy that if he has, I don't expect to have the same amount of tackles as he had a year ago, but I feel like Petrie's ready to take another jump, maybe a half jump. The tackles may go down, but overall across the league, the respect's going to grow. It's going to be there, and I think Petrie's going to be on, have a really good chance to make the list along with Tunsil. And Tunsil just has the rep. He has everything that you know that people take notice of because of his, his resume, and I think that Petrie and Tunsil are going to be there. Will Anderson, I want to be there. I think maybe sometimes, unless you go completely off the charts. Is Sauce Gardner on the list? I'm allowed to ask a question. Sauce is definitely. Oh, on the he's got to be. I mean, I got to go probably back. Top I'm probably going to go back to the top. Probably top thirty, I would guess. Just, just control find Sauce. I'm annoyed by how you're looking at these. Like, I'm, I'm. You were annoyed with me with the me asking questions. I'm annoyed how oh, you're searching these players' names. You know what's funny? I didn't think about doing that. He's 14th. 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 You got any other players you guys want to know since I know this new method of life? Yeah, control fine. <laughs> this is what I do for the, so if for you, the, for the people. So what if else you, do you want? Is Aiden Hutchinson on the list? Uh, Aiden. How do you spell it? No. A-I-D-E-N. No, he's not. How about just control fine Hutch? <laughs> Joe, Hutch. I feel like I'm teaching Brian oh, yeah. Baby right I now. I can't spell. <laughs> I spelled Aiden wrong. He's 67th. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two then. I'm gonna this say show that makes me seem really as stupid. much as Will Anderson is destined, I think, to make this list at some point. I'll say Petrie, I'll say Tunsil, and I'll say that Anderson might have to wait a year, but that's I'll say two. Okay, so you got two. I'm going with three. I'm four. You're at four. I told you Joe's a little hyperbolic. Why? 
<laughs> I said three players. I said two players Plus you for threw sure. Threw a whole monkey wrench in a guy yeah. that's not on the team. I right went now. hyperbolic because you're saying T. Higgins is going to be a Texan, and you're saying four, which is the most of the three of us. That's I think the definition of hyperbolic. I'm just an optimist. Pretty much nailed it. It's going to be tough for Petrie to cut the top 100. I think he's going to be, but it's going to be tough because it seems like they're kind of devaluing safety a little bit. It yeah. seems like it. Now, in the case of of Anderson, if he doesn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year, then and he has numbers like we were talking about with Hutchinson, maybe it's a year down the road. Maybe it's not the first year I mean, as look, a rookie. Kayvon Thibodeau had four sacks last year. I'm surprised Thibodeau was on that list. I am too. I mean, it's now they're they're looking at like like they have it in here. He has a seventeen point nine percent pass rush. He got hurt though, right? Win rate, yeah. So he got hurt. So like they're based off what his percentages are, how good they were. I mean, he played fourteen games. Like that's not that's not a ton. Yeah, I mean, he four had four sacks, sacks in fourteen, 14 games. games. Yeah, that's not great. That's but, less than a sack every three games. Uh, if that's is that what a New York thing. If that gets you on the list, then Will Anderson will be here for sure. Yeah, that's not a great year. All I'm right, surprised then, Thibodeau's on this list, all right, Mr. Four Guy. Then you should be right then. Well, that means no. It's two. It means you're right. I still got to get two more. See if Will Anderson. Well, would, but I didn't say him. I said. I, well, I said two. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, right? yeah. It doesn't matter who they are. Like earlier, what we said, Will Anderson, if he's Hutchinson, like not the exact you know apple for apple comparison as a player, but produces his numbers, that's good. If he's Thibodeau, we're kind of looking at Will Anderson Oof. as not a as. We're looking at a whole I'm lot more than that. I'm not going to say bust because it's way too early to ever say that I'll about a player. Out we're looking at the be, black cloud. It'd be a Kenyon Green rookie year. Yeah, and then we're looking at the black cloud. Now it's factoring in. Yeah, probably. Because if Will Anderson has that type of year, Texans defense isn't going to be as good nope. as we think. And if the Texans defense isn't as good as we think... The record's not going to be good then either. The, then which, the pick's going to be better. And then when you don't have it, people are going to go, oh. The Athletic had the uh, Houston Texans win projection today at the uh, one of the worst three. They had them the third worst in the NFL. Although I'm not sure who's doing that for the Athletic since they don't have an Athletic guy, which is athletic a crock. 713-780-ESP and HRP listener line. It's Bad Take Boulevard. Twitch just placed somebody on Bad Take Boulevard. We have to honor Twitch because we love uh, the Twitchers. Great. couple of people on this radio. Actually, three now. Three people on this radio station make Bad Take Boulevard. I wonder who it could be. Bad Take Boulevard next. Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Good Take would be going to the U of H uh, UTSA game on Saturday. I know you saw these uniforms that were unveiled today. Houston Cougars playing, paying homage to Houston football, the history of Houston football in the city, wearing a little bit of love ya Coug blue on Saturday. Football season is officially here. U of H home opener is on Saturday. Cougs, of course, kicking off their first season in the Big 12. Cougars hosting the Roadrunners from UTSA. One of the best games in college football last year. A triple overtime thriller. A rematch Saturday at TDECU Stadium. The theme for game one, we've been, we've been hinting this to you. We've been hinting that things were to come. The theme for Game 1, Celebrate Houston. It is Houston birthday week, and to celebrate Houston, the Houston Cougars are wearing their H-Town Love Ya Coug Blue on Saturday. And you got to get there. you got to see these uniforms up close and in uh, up close and personal. you got to get out there to watch the Houston Cougars in their first game as members of the Big 12. you got to watch a good football game on Saturday with UTSA and U of H. Family four-packs are available. You can get those now. Four tickets, four hot dogs, four chips, four sodas, all for just 60 bucks. 713-GO-COUGS, uhcougars.com slash tickets. Individual tickets are also available for just $20 or... 
A new package today, released today, $15 ticket, $15 parking option as well. So three different ways, the $15 ticket, $15 parking, the $20 individual ticket, or the $60 family four-pack. Come early. Enjoy all the new activities in Cougar Alley in front of TDECU, including the huge LED TV screen, the Bud Light Backyard, food trucks, and more. Spirit of Houston performing at halftime, entertainment by cheerleaders, Cougar Dolls, Shasta and Sasha, DJ Yobi Yobes in the student section. Get your tickets now, 713 go Cougs, uhcougars.com slash tickets, and don't miss all the fun and pageantry of college football. Chewy says, I cannot wait for Bad Take Boulevard. I don't know when I will be on there. The the, the goal is to not be yeah. on Bad Take Boulevard, Chewy, and when you've done a good Chewy job. Take? Chewy's got takes. Eh. I mean, he likes anime. Bar takes. He likes anime a lot. He, and he a lot does of have bar takes. He, he, he likes some other things. Chewy's a lot. full of takes, let's be honest. None of them have been bad yet, though. All right. Let's lead this one off with the uh, the newbie here at the station. It didn't take Josh Beard long to to land on Bad Take Boulevard. Here, here was Beard. I don't know if he's trying to be a hot shot. I don't know if he's trying to be a hot take artist. I don't know if he's trying to get your attention. Maybe still a meter. Who knows what, what Josh is trying to do. But here was Josh Beard landing on Bad Take Boulevard on his first week on the gig. I have a Damian Pierce paradox. Damian Pierce is very talented. Damian Pierce has produced for the Texans. Damian Pierce looks like he's the running back of the future for this team. And for some reason, my brain continues to want to replace him as quickly as possible. It's a really intriguing situation. He didn't have a lot of run at Florida. He wasn't the starter. He gets drafted, kind of lower draft capital. And a lot of that, maybe that's where it comes from. Like whenever I talk about draft capital and how typically guys work out at certain positions in certain rounds. Maybe it's not making sense. There's like a cognitive dissonance in my head about Damian Pierce where he's drafted versus the production he's giving the Texans. All right, so he wants to replace Damian Pierce. Um, Josh uses a lot of big words. but it's, I was going to say, he sure does. <laughs> it's interesting, and Joe was working with him this day, and I'm pretty sure that Joe advocated for this, so maybe Joe can make the bad take Boulevard twice. He's shaking his head no. No, no, no. I said I the, advocate drafting, drafting A-Chain. The best part about this was Josh basically put himself on bad take Boulevard the moment he used paradox. Paradox means a seemingly absur- absurd statement. So, yes, you're right. You just it was list. a paradox, a Pierce paradox, if you will. Here's the thing with replacing Damian Pierce, because I don't necessarily disagree a whole lot with like the premise of always adding to the running back position. Like this year, I wanted the Texans to draft a running back in the fourth round. Uh, you know, things like that. Add to the room, cheap labor at the running back position is always good. But if you're upgrading over Damian Pierce, you're using high financial capital on a running back, which is a no-no, or you're using high draft capital on a running back, which again is a no-no. No, I was going to say that's the biggest thing. We've seen how the. The trend has changed. We we know that it's a new day where running backs just don't carry the same value both financially and or in the draft that they once did. And you know that a lot of teams and a lot of general managers, not that they come a dime a dozen, but they feel like they can get quality guys that run the football fourth, fifth round. Uh, unless you are truly a guy and even still like a Bijan Robinson, you're not going to be the number one overall pick in the draft. You have to really wow everybody. And even still, those opportunities few and far between when you look at running backs and how high they're taken. That's why... When you get a guy like this on a contract like he has, I don't think you just turn and walk away or try to dump out as quick as possible. I think you ride him out as long as you can because you got him at a steal in the fourth round. And the guy looks like what we saw, and I know it's preseason, but even with the interview about how he's seeking contact, about how he wants to, you know, absolutely do capitalize on what he did a year ago. 
there's no reason to dump out on Damian Pierce. Are we being are we being fair here, Joe? To uh, to Josh, you were working with him that day. Which the timing of replacing Pierce is also interesting. You know, late August, fifty three man rosters. I think we're done that day. I think it was Tuesday, so maybe it was coming up. How you mean like long term? But I mean, how? How? Like next off season, free agency him? draft. Like next year, I think is what he meant. Cleveland's pick. Replacing Gross. him, he's going to be our backup running back, Damian Pierce. Next year, bad oh, take, stop. bad take. It's a paradox. I Means it's a bad take to begin with. Uh, you just made the list. Alex on the Twitch is saying that Joe is a multi offender daily on bad take daily. <laughs> Joe, damn Alex, and Don't Alex J- yeah. daily. They also the Twitchers also put Joe on bad take Boulevard for being scared to play big bad job. Oh, they said he was scared. That's a bad take. Wow, Joe, you're you're catching it from all directions. Today. He's catching it from all directions. Yeah, on I mean, the look, right now. what I realized when I took this job is I'm a punching bag now. Well, I mean, it we, we wasn't meant out to be that way. It kind of just evolved into being that. It was by I mean, no was doing of our quick. own. I mean, you kind of did ba- it to yeah, I think basically it was self-inflicted. When yeah. you started spending more time on anything that could get you out of the production room from our time slot that you That's could, yeah. it became apparent that you weren't prioritizing who you, who we felt you should prioritize. It's true. Blankers was working with a usual sh- uh, suspect last week. Oh, boy. And this usual suspect hasn't been a usual suspect to Bad Take Boulevard. Maybe that's going to change. But uh, old Barry made the list last week, huh? Barry Laminac. And, and I gave him opportunities to get out of this. But I said, look, <laughs> I, I said, Barry, literally, it, it, because he was kind of high on Davis Mills as a starting quarterback still for the Texans. And I said, you can't be serious, right? Like, if you're going to, I said, you never say never. So I'll say, okay, less than 5% chance. But I'll even say this. There's a 5% chance based on injury that that C.J. Stroud won't be the starter week one. And he fires back, there's a 40% chance. <laughs> and I was like, you're, you're kidding, right? And I was waiting, you know, as a comedian, I'm waiting for him to <laughs> kind of, the punchline, I'm waiting for them to be a chuckle and say, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just joking. Which is why they, no, there was, the, the, the joke was the fact that he was dead serious. We had a caller not only back it up, but double down and say 80%, but we don't, I don't remember who that guy is, and we're not putting him there that quick, although we should. Barry said it and multiple times backed it up. 40% chance that Davis Mills would be the starter week one for the Houston Texans. Yeah. 4-0. Hit, hit it, hit it, Joe. He made the Barry Laminac made the list. Where, where's the logic the here, though? Like, I don't understand the logic. Like, he had started every preseason game. He's been getting every first team reps. Like, what's the lo- where's the logic that there's a forty percent chance that CJ Stroud? His not logic start? was that CJ Stroud could get his head ripped off and that he could have PTSD like yeah. like Carr. That's... And so, therefore, because of the fact that and this was even before we saw what <laughs> since happened with the line, he just said that you know that maybe Stroud wasn't ready yet, but also maybe more so that you're putting his health in jeopardy. So, therefore, that's why the percentage was that high. Maybe maybe this isn't such a bad take because this offensive line. Really now. High. No, well, I mean, fr- yeah, he's wrong. Yeah, it's a bad take. But, I mean, the offensive line, I can understand his logic there yep. because this offensive line is an absolute shambles at the moment. Uh, Bally Sports Southwest has been making the list. Uh, I saw this making the rounds yesterday on Astros Twitter, having some fun with Bally Sports Southwest. Bally Sports Southwest on June 22nd of this year, uh, they sent out a tweet 
of the uh, wait until June, and they did this, you know, the SpongeBob SquarePants, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, which means like, yeah, sarcasm. Uh, Wait until June. For what? Our largest lead of the season, and they screen-grabbed the standings, which had the Rangers five and a half games up on the Astros, and it had the Rangers ten games up on the Seattle Mariners. And since the Astros passed the Rangers yesterday, a lot of Astro fans were having some fun with Bally Sports Southwest, and Bally Sports Southwest making the list. They deserve it. They do deserve it. I don't know if I love making fun of Valley Sports Southwest with 27 yeah, games left still, in the season. You're still in a dogfight. Maybe maybe wait until the end of the regular season before we cart, we start dunking on Valley Sports Southwest. Like I, I have this tweet saved in my bookmarks under bad takes in my folder. I, I'll be completely honest. But you're not dunking on True. Bally Sports Southwest for 27 games right. left to play. Like, the same reason you're dunking on Bally Sports Southwest is something that you're doing right now. You're making fun of them for proclaiming, like, this accomplishment in the middle of the regular season. Now, you're dunking on Bally Sports Southwest proclaiming an accomplishment with 27 games left in the season. You're kind of doing the same thing. They annoy the hell out of me, as you know, because they're so over-the-top homery that Brett Dolan and CJ Nitkowski can't stop I mean they can't stop just bashing the Astros and having all kind of venom and hate and then you know overloving the the Rangers and, and even the whole no hitter thing like if their guys throwing a no hitter oh they got to follow the rules they can't say anything but if they're getting no hit they they might have said no hitter and, and hasn't given up a hit at like 16 times in a half inning to try and be so homery for yeah. Arlington like it's annoying to me Bally Sports Southwest you make the list. All you Ranger just fans made the list. Did, did you see, hear? Did, did you hear his call yesterday? Dave Raymond's call. Whenever a roll just hit the dude that forced in the winning run. Oh, it's not Brett Dolan. It's Dave Raymond. My bad. I meant I meant Dave Raymond. Oh, okay. I get them confused. No, I think I screwed it up. Did you? Yeah, uh, I don't remember. But I, I get them mixed we, up. We knew yeah. who he meant. Right. Dave Raymond. Yeah, his call yesterday. Whenever he hit that batter to force in the winning run, uh, I thought he was going to cry. Oh, they I they literally. You talk about live and die, and I and look. I know Blummer and TK are, are homer, and I love, but I love they don't go over the top. These guys are over the top almost every single freaking night. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you're right. And o- you know, we do it because well, we work for teams, and yeah. you work for a team where you know, you know your demographic. Yeah, you do. You, you absolutely do. But at the same time, like all Rangers fans, like you see them get their caught in their feelings because of the fact the other night they said, "What's the biggest dominance? Jordan's being the daddy of the Yankees or of the Red Sox, Verlander being that over the Yankees." And there was it was a Pena over the Red Sox or, or, or no, was one other one, and they were like, the how miserable it must be to be a fan of this team to have to do these kind of things and how disgusting and this banging all over the Astros TV. First of all, it's not the team; it's the it's it's the AT and T Sportsnet folks. But regardless, have some fun with it and understand, like. This is not. This is what you're worried about. This is how you go to bed sleepless at night because the Astros put this little this Twitter poll out there. Oh yeah, they were stupid. They were losing their minds about. Uh, they were losing their minds about that one. All right. Any other bad takes that you have? Make sure you tweet them at uh, Pagman Joel. He he loves hearing about uh, you got bad the folder, takes. Huh? Uh, on the on For which? bad takes, you keep a. I um. You, you mark them. Bookmark them. I do. I um. I have the running Google Doc. That we're all does Joe does Joe meet is Joe got a couple teed up for you on bookmark? We we all have access to the bad tape. I know, but do you Google have Doc? ones in particular with Joe still on it? No, 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 no. These okay. are the ones that I, I know. These are the, the ones, the ones that we I bookmark see. on Twitter are more um, like these have potential of being bad takes. Well, Joe, I mean, based on Twitch, I mean, Joe's got the potential every day. Yeah, the ones on Twitter though are tweets. The ones on Twitter are tweets because you can't bookmark Joe's takes that he says over the year on Twitter. You could just put them on a tweet and say, Joe said this today, and then 
Yeah, I think I would probably go the Google Doc route on that one. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I have that many bad takes. I mean, just two or three a day. I don't think that's, that's not true. so bad. That's not. I mean, two or three a day is not terrible. I mean, that's pretty high ratio. What was your white guy one? No, that wasn't take. It wasn't take. I was a. I just it was maybe a bad at a words. Slip. Okay. Just bad at words. <laughs> bad at words. Welcome <laughs> to radio. What did you Joe? say we're not white? No, we were talking about white. Which with me is kind of true. Yeah. Which 90, with me is kind of yeah, true. Only ninety-seven percent. No, 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 no. Like forty-seven <laughs> percent. That's probably good. Yep, about forty-seven percent. Bad take. White. There we go. Analytics um, not your thing either. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Numbers are bad. No, we were talking about white linen night. That's right. And you asked me if I had any white in my closet. And I said, I'm not a white guy. But I meant like, I don't I have white clothes. I you had any white linen. Oh, and I, and I said, man. I'm not a white guy. Like, I meant like, I'm a, I don't have any white clothes. Much like Joe has to prove he is not a bad take artist, which quarterbacks have the most to prove in 2023? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, before we go to the break, tell you about the good people at MyBookie. Look, there's a lot of reasons to love MyBookie, and it's the reason why they're the only service that I talk about when you want to put money down on games or do any kind of gambling. It's because my bookie's been in business for over a decade, and it's all about the fun, the excitement of winning, and the way that they give you more opportunities to have plays and more opportunities to cash in. And also the fact that when you cash in, you're going to get paid. They're not going to hem and haw. They're not going to get you to try and keep it in your account and repurposing it. If you want out and you want to cash out, you can do that too because they want to make sure that you're happy because you as a customer being happy is exactly why they are in business. It's the thrill of betting, the excitement of winning, and how it can make every game more suspenseful, more entertaining, and you have more chances to make unentertaining games more entertaining with a chance to win. You can always have early cash-outs, too. Cash out or let it ride. You decide. Settle bets without waiting for games to finish. Control when you get paid. Two out of the four legs of your parlay already hit. Cash out early. Use those funds on another bet. Or you can let it all ride for a chance to get that huge payday. It's all fun at mybookie.ag. Remember that promo code that I always tell you to, bet975. That's how you cash in. If you've never been there before and you set up an account and you put money in there and you put the promo code in, bet975, you get more in your account. So there's more money in your account, more chances to win, and more games you can play. Same thing if you're returning as an existing customer. When you reload, you also put in that promo code BET975 and you get more cash in your account. It's fantastic. You know they've got all the prop bets too and they take care of you every step of the way. How about now the new and improved MyBookie Casino? The lights never go out. The action never sleeps. And there's live dealers standing by to get you and your bets going right away. Check them out today, mybookie.ag. Remember that promo code, as I always tell you, bet975. And as I always tell you as well, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with the only place I tell you to do it. And we all know there's nothing Africanized about these two guys. It's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Which quarterback has the most to prove in 2023? Much like Joe's been trying to dig himself out of this bad take hole that he's been in. How long have you been with us now, Joe? Eight months. It feels like eight years. <laughs> Which quarterbacks have the most to prove in 2023, Blankers? Across football? Sure. I mean, you start right in the old, the, the old AFC South. I mean, you look at. The quarterback, you look at Richardson. I, I thought Richardson, when when he was drafted, was two years away from being a starter, and he's starting right away. And now you're starting without Jonathan Taylor. And you look at it to me, and you look between Stroud and, and Richardson, and, and even from the standpoint of the Titans, when you look at their situation, 
I mean, you've got guys, Tannehill's a guy that's going to be scrutinized all over the place. Like, can he still play? I think that the quarterbacks in the South, yeah, Trevor Lawrence finally started to show that he can be the guy that we thought he was going to be when he was drafted number one overall, and maybe Urban Meyer was the reason why he struggled right out of the gates. But I think that all the quarterbacks in the AFC South have have a ton to prove. Lawrence, that he can keep it going the right direction and that they weren't just a one-hit wonder uh, from the standpoint of the rookie quarterbacks. Can they kind of beat the odds, so to speak, and how everybody you know, has told you over and over again, rookie quarterbacks starting for the first time are going to struggle mightily, and that's a problem. And from a Tannehill perspective, can he still play quarterback in the NFL as a starter? Is he worthy of another team looking at him if he's done in Tennessee after this year? And is he a guy that someone else might have interest in? The only way that he's going to be able to have anybody say yes is he's going to have to play very well this year. So I think just that entire division alone is where I would start. I have trouble putting a rookie on here because, like, we know I don't, the I don't, odds are stacked against him. I also don't put a whole, a whole lot of weight on a quarterback's rookie year whenever I look at the total body of work. Like, I, I'm never going to look at, you know, Peyton Manning's the example that a lot of people use here. You're never going to look at Peyton Manning's rookie year to define Peyton True. Manning. Any, any rookie quarterback. Like, very, very seldom are you looking at a quarterback and go, well, that rookie year, that's the reason that I think he is who he is. I, I look at this question, and, you know, you can look at it however you want. I look at this with more of like bounce back like who had a disastrous 2022 that we think their season or their career is kind of toast like they can never be the same quarterback again and they need that bounce back year for us to think of them highly again and I think that you know for me I start with Russell Wilson and you and I were critical of Russell Wilson whenever Denver made that trade they traded a lot you know everybody thought that Denver was gonna be a contender last year here we go let's ride etc etc and and Wilson was terrible okay well Nathaniel Hackett is he a joke as a head coach, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett looks great on hard knocks, to be completely honest with you. Like his immaturity, like I don't want that from a head coach. But regardless, this is not a Nathaniel Hackett conversation. Uh, Russell Wilson now gets Sean Payton. Can Russell Wilson bounce back to being a Russell Wilson? To me, he's at the top of this list uh, from a performance point of view. Tua's got to be in this conversation as well. Now, Tua's is more about a health you know, perspective than it is talent. Because when Tua plays, Tua's been really good. Tua's been a lot better when he plays than, than quite frankly, I've given him credit for. But can he stay on the field? Is he going to go to the route of uh, a quarterback who has to retire early and even thought about I was gonna say, uh, when retiring you start this offseason? talking about retirement, and you yeah. talk about a guy that young. the entire fate of a football team may rest on just his arm and, and his ability to stay healthy, whereas there's you're not worried about the backups. You're not worried about anything else. If Tua's healthy... That's a legitimate football team with a chance to go a long way. If two is not, the entire football team is done for the year, I think. Yeah, I two is at the top here. Russell's at the top. Those, to me, are the, the two clear-cut winners. Who do you have here, Joe? Justin Fields, number one. He's got to be. He had that biased MVP vote last year. I don't know yeah. how it's – like he, he's got to be up at the top because it's not like Russell Wilson, it's the end of his career. Like what, Even a bounce back, it's like what he has, like maybe two, three more years left. Yeah, Justin Fields is – I mean, I think all these guys at the top of your list have to be who's most likely to get replaced. I think he's number one. And then the guy I'm I'm most curious about. Yeah, Russell's more about, like, how much does he have left yeah. in the tank. Again, Whereas Justin yeah. Fields, it's more about can this guy be a legitimate franchise quarterback for the remainder of his career. I'm going to throw Geno Smith on this list. <sighs> like, is are you for real? I, I, I totally think they're going to have a down year. I don't think he is for real. I just If he is, that's, like, such a great story. And then the other one. Brock Purdy. Prove to me that you're actually a good quarterback because I don't think Prove so. Prove it, Purdy. 
I'll, just throw, throw, an, I'll throw another couple. And if we're going to play the Homer hat, I, you know how Jordan I Jordan Love should be up there too. Jordan Love should be at the, towards the top of this list it, it, because you he has the weight of the team riding on his shoulders. He has the weight of the fan base riding on his shoulders. And his fate is completely in his own hand and hands in terms of as a quarterback. But everybody's watching for the guy that literally is the reason why Aaron Rodgers is no longer in Green Bay and the guy that literally, it wasn't his own doing, but drafting of him is what forced Rodgers out and, and has them looking to like, is this the next guy in line after Favre and Rodgers? Can he be the guy? And he's only got one year to prove it. So I, I think that there is a, a ton on him. And if he fails, I don't know that he's going to get another starting gig. Yeah, and I, I think there's one other big one we just haven't said yet. Deshaun Watson. Exactly. We put him in the top ten of our quarterbacks. Yeah. He I think was, there might be two. Like, Who's the other one? Cousins. For as much as Cousins, and, and it's always regular season versus playoffs, and how much he's made money wise and everything like that, he's coming up at the end of the uh, at the end of the line in Minnesota contract wise, and uh, and if he doesn't play well this year, maybe he's like the you know the, the Carson Wentz, and he gets a couple of you know prove it's and come you know try and save the day for us type deals. But I think that he has to play well to get another deal in Minnesota or elsewhere. The thing with Cousins, though, is that not many people think highly of him. So, like, if Kirk Cousins plays, I don't know. Like, I mean, everybody that talks about Cousins, always oh, overrated, always oh, overpaid. No one ever gives him his due. So if he play, if he plays poorly, everybody's gonna be like, "See, that's who Kirk Cousins is." Whereas, like Deshaun Watson, we talked about him in the past potentially winning an MVP, even coming off of the the season that he missed because he he's a pervert. Um, we were talking about him as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He put nothing on film of quality last year. Like Deshaun is, is he just going to have his career ruined based on all the stuff that happened off the field? Or is he going to go back to being Deshaun Watson? Whereas Kirk Cousins is like, he's 35 years old. If Kirk Cousins isn't as good as he was a year ago, everybody's gonna be like, well, that's just Kirk Cousins. And he's a little washed. He's a little old. I, I just think he's got, a, I think he's got a lot to prove because if he plays well, He's going to get another deal, and there's going to be a lot. I think there's a lot of people that's, that would will start really believing that he could help their franchise if it's not Minnesota. But you're right. If he doesn't, then it's maybe the fact that he they're going to concentrate. He's made a ton of money in his career, but you're right. This, this is who he truly could be. But it's going to be interesting to see because I think that for as much scrutiny as he's gotten, people yeah. sometimes look past how effective he's been in the regular season. I think he gets too much scrutiny. I think he's a top 12 quarterback easy, like in the last seven years. Uh, 713-780-3776. Let's go out to the HRP listener line. Vera, which quarterback has the most to prove? Hey, guys. I'm going to give you a couple of names from each of the uh, conferences. From the AFC, uh, Mac Jones. Uh, year three, you know, first year was, uh, you know, he had a little bit of luck going his way. The Patriots scraped into the playoffs, got blown out by the Bills. Last year was a disappointment, and this year might be make or break for him. Otherwise, Bill Belichick might go and try to go draft the quarterback next year. The other one is Justin Herbert. Now, he's he's an undeniable talent. There's no question there. But he has gotten his big money from the 2020 class. First guy, first among the 2020 guys to get his big money, five-year, 260-plus million bucks. So he has he has a bunch to prove that can he overcome and 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 play at on par with uh, with uh, Patrick Mahomes from the NFC I'm going to say both the uh, NFC East quarterbacks Jalen Hurts now no team in the NFC East has won back to back going 20 years now has never won back to back has won NFC East back to back so Jalen Hurts who's got again his big contract has a bunch to prove and Dak Prescott I mean you bring. Kirk Cousins into the conversation. Dak Prescott has kind of been 
middling, you know, in the 12 to 15 range for, for a while. I think his rookie season was very good, but he's kind of been middling there. His playoff performance has not been good. Um, and I think cow, Cowboys have very low risk with uh, taking Trey Lance, but they might go and look at a quarterback just because I think, you know, they might be tired of his injury concerns or whatever it may be. Appreciate it, Vera. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Let's discuss the quarterbacks that he mentioned. A lot of textures have some quarterbacks as well. Which quarterbacks in the NFL two thousand twenty three have the most approved? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five.